to Amago Season 1, Episode 31, and this is the Sisters Roundtable. I'm your host, Vanessa Brown. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. 1 John chapter 3, verse number 2. Welcome again, everyone, and this evening, I have two very special ladies with me, and this is a special episode of the Amago podcast. We are beginning our video podcast episodes this evening, and I would like my two special guests to introduce themselves. Ms. Parker, if you would please go first. Yes, this is Shatara Parker. And Miss Bellamy, Latasha Bellamy. Thank <laughs> These you for having are, me. <laughs> you are welcome. These are two of my girlfriends, and I am calling this actually the Girlfriends Roundtable. These two ladies were with me a couple of weekends ago at the Audacious Women's Conference here in Charleston, South Carolina, and I wanted to actually have them back and for us to be able to sit around the table and to have a conversation about some of the nuggets that were dropped, some of our takeaways from the conference because it was truly a very eventful weekend, um, very powerful weekend spiritually. Um, and so I wanted to have the opportunity just to sit with my girlfriends and have a conversation around the events of that weekend. So oftentimes we go away to conferences, we have exciting conference speakers that come into town or we go out of town to conferences. But once the conference is over, then then that's it. There's this all of this excitement and then we get back home and, and the excitement has gone away. And I didn't want that to be our experience. I want us to be able to take what we learned and what we experienced and to continue to grow um, and to utilize uh, what we experienced. And so I wanted to have Shatara and Latasha and I to just spend some time talking about what we experienced at the Audacious Women's Conference and then perhaps talk about how we can... Uh, take those experiences and continue them um, in the Charleston area. So I don't know who wants to go first. I'm the host and I'm not going to take up all the air um, <laughs> on the podcast this evening, but <laughs> either one of you want to share um, perhaps one or two of the nuggets uh, that you kind of took away from the conference um, and share with our audience. Well, I'll speak. Um, for me, it was, first of all, it was right on time um, because I had come to a crossroads in my walk where I was trying to figure out, you know, where am I going? Well, I, I know where God's trying to take me in this prophetic calling, but didn't know how to get there, how to navigate it, what in the world to do. Um, so getting there and just being amongst the women who are already walking in that calling um, first of all, it, it made me feel like I was not abnormal <laughs> and that um, there are other people around like me. Um, and then just to see the leaders walk in their calling as powerful as they did um, with with no hesitation, you know, hearing from God the way they hear from God. It, it impacted me. 
and it and it stirred something up in me. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I was just impacted just by watching the women in the room, just by being amongst the worship, um, amongst the warfare. It was it was just truly amazing to me. Was that your first time? I want to ask, like, was that your first time, like, being in that type of of spiritual like environment? Um, it wasn't my first time. However, it was many years ago. Um, so I was at a different level. So I I wasn't able to absorb it the way that I absorbed it this particular time. Okay. Okay. Latasha? Okay. Um, I'll start by saying um, when I came there Friday night, I didn't really come knowing what to expect. I didn't know what I was really didn't know what I was coming to. I was coming Mm -hmm. because I was being a supportive friend. You invited me and (laughs) I was like, well, you know, it's Vanessa, so I'm going to go. But I didn't really know what I was really expecting. I didn't do any research on Dr. Austin, so I didn't know who she was. Um, So I was kind of a surprise. Uh, Friday night... Just when, you know, when the prophecy started going forth, um, I was moved emotionally by that. Um, I've, when you asked her just now, have you been in, in an environment like that? I had not mm-hmm. personally been in an environment like that where that was just what was happening. I've been in environments where, you know, the pastor or the speaker or whoever may, you know, prophesy or speak over one or two people and then then and then that's it it's not like an entire thing that was my first time where it was sort of just the thing that it was that she was doing um for everyone um saturday was very powerful um just the prayer the energy the worship was so high um it was just impossible to sit down or to want to be seated like i just wanted to be up and just feel all of that all around me. It was extremely powerful. Um, so I left there excited. And I don't remember how many, it's been about two weeks. I'm still equally as excited about what I felt, the feeling that I have all of that to take with me. I feel a little, mm-hmm. I feel empowered. Um, I feel empowered with just myself. like. I myself, I can do it. I'm just, an, I'm enough. Um, where I didn't feel like I mm. had that in me before, yes. before that experience. I didn't feel wow. like I had that in me um, at all. So I feel like I, I don't feel like I'm searching as much as I have always felt like I've been searching. I feel like I'm, there's a lane and I, even if I haven't reached the destination, I'm at least going the right way. And I didn't feel like that before that event. I think um, for me, what was what was most notably different was immediately noticeably different for me was the worship. Right. Um, I think because I think all three of us, I don't want to say come from traditional, but, you know, I think all three of us are accustomed to praise and worship than the word. Yeah. But the 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 worship was different, right? To have yeah. somebody like just prophetically 
be in praise and in worship um, was different. It it felt different. The uh, what is the word I'm probably looking for, Shatara? But the uh, the engagement, the bringing us to into the presence of the Lord, and it happened was different. so fast. It was yes. really quick. If you didn't have to work your way, to it wasn't it, it right. Was it wasn't no boom. yeah. It was yeah. no, it, it wasn't no working people up to the spirit. It was immediately, <laughs> this is what I hear God saying for you all. Mm-hmm. This is, this is what we're saying to the Lord and, and, and how everyone just ushered, how we were just ushered into the presence of the Lord. That was different. There wasn't, you know, there wasn't the traditional two songs, you know, there wasn't the slow song and the fast song. That spirit was broken. That wasn't there. So that was different for me. Um, And then just, it just, you just knew that the presence of God was there. So Mm -hmm. that was immediately different um, for me on, on Friday. Uh, And I ask you all the question, if you had been in an environment like that before, I, so I, I have been, um, in an environment like that before. And for, uh, the last, I want to say the last few months, um, I have been seeking, you know, seeking the Lord and really at this stage of my life, believing that, that we are in the end times. And my expectation now is to, to really see what the Bible is saying that we're supposed to experience. Um, and so I, um, I had, I, I did not know Dr. Um, Venner Austin. I did not know her. Um, I met her through a friend and, um, offered her the opera, the space to hold her conference. Um, but at this point, I'm also believing God for the networking, right? And I knew it was a God connection. And so I was looking forward to it, um, and, um, so some of the, some of the things I want to move now to and talk about, um, after the worship experience, then just some of the things that she was sharing, um, to, was to me like mind blowing. And, and you all will probably know because I, I shared it with, um, with Miss uh, Shirley Godfrey Jackson, uh, the, with the podcast, when she talked about the mantle, So that was one of the nuggets, like I just, I could not shake it. Um, And it is, it, it still is resonating with me. Um, It's, it resonated with me when she started talking about um, Samuel and, um, and, and she also mentioned about um, Elijah and Alicia or Alicia, Alicia, how they pronounce his name. But this whole concept of having this mantle and the mantle not fitting, and then going through a period of being, oh, that. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. grow having it be too big for you and growing yeah. into it. Yeah, <laughs> right. I was like, what? And then outgrowing it and having to get a new one. Oh. <laughs> I was like, whoa! <laughs> it just keeps going. Yes, it just yes. keeps going. It keeps going. It keeps going. It does. It, it really spoke to me because I've I've actually been kind of dealing with that mantelpiece um, yeah. for the last few years because of what I've been dealing with. 
um, with my situation. And it's like, I, I'm seeing where we are and I'm seeing where we need to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the mantle has got to be passed at some point um, mm-hmm. so that we can be who all God wants us to be. The greater works that it talks about in the Bible. I'm, I'm yearning to see those greater works. Mm-hmm. 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 And that's it. And, and when you, when, when that stirring gets in you, because you know that that's what, that's what God is really calling for, right? Like, and that's when the mantle is, that's when the mantle, the season for the mantle change has happened. You, you've really like outgrown, you know, the mantle that, that you were wearing or the, and um, I spoke about it in uh, episode 30 that I had to under, I had to go back and like really research and understand what a mantle is, right? That a mantle is a responsibility that's handed to you, yeah. right? And once you have achieved, once you have done that thing, then there is a next. There's a next. God expects you. <laughs> <laughs> It don't stop, won't stop. It, never it stops. don't stop. <laughs> no. Right. You know, so, and, and at first, every time I used to hear the word mantle, I just thought it was a coat. I just thought it was a covering, you know? No, you know, that mantle is a responsibility. So yeah, it's a charge. after you, yeah, it's a charge. After you've, after you've finished that, there's a next, you know? And so that just like has stuck with me. And so I've been studying it and reading it and I'm just like, oh, yeah, it it was really deep. So okay, now I've I've talked enough. So tell me something else that has resonated with you, stuck with you from the conference. So I'll I'll share this. Um this was very powerful for me. And this is um the deliverance piece that I received mm-hmm. that I, I haven't shared with you. Um mm-hmm. but I'm gonna share it now. Uh, okay. When she called for anyone who was in pain or had chronic pain mm-hmm. and she told us to come to the front um, and she she held the hand of the person on the end and she said the anointing is just going to go right down the line. Well, what mm-hmm. many people didn't know is that I have been dealing with this pain in my stomach on the right side for years. I've been to the ER, <clears throat> excuse me, like three or four times for it. They couldn't find anything. I've been to three different gastro doctors. The pain would radiate to my back even, making it hard for me to stand, um, walk. I couldn't hardly walk far. And a lot of times I would just mask the pain as if it wasn't there, but it Mm. was really there. And when she called for that, because I had been praying for God to heal me, because I said, God, I can't can't live like this. We've got to do something. Mm -hmm. And when she called for that, I immediately got up and I went to the front and I literally felt the pain being sucked out. It felt like a vacuum was being sucked out of me. And that pain has been gone since then and has not come back. Wow. I'm able to walk. I'm able to stand. I'm able to do my workouts without stopping and bending over and sitting down. So that for me was one of the most powerful things that I could have experienced there. And then it went hand in hand with what she prophesied with me about deliverance ministry. Well, mm-hmm. you got to be delivered if you're going to have a, deliver- a deliverance, deliverance ministry. ministry. 
Mm-hmm. And I and I've been healed before um, by God, but this was was different. It was different for me, but that really stuck with me and has really charged me even more. And I've even been able to hear God clearer and hear Him more now, even in that deliverance. So that that was powerful for me. Did you have any idea that you operated in deliverance? Absolutely. You knew that. I, I knew that. I knew that. Mm. That was that was confirmation. Um, but I, I knew that. God has shared that with me for quite some time now. And have you had the opportunity previously to move in deliverance ministry? Yes, I have. Okay. Okay. Yes. That's awesome. Wow. Tasha? Well, if I may, I want to speak on that same <laughs> Go ahead, topic, okay? Because uh-huh. when you said that just now, I got excited. <laughs> because let me tell you, when she called people to come up there for healing, like I'm sitting at this in the back because I purpose, I said all the way in the back. And um, I said, I didn't want to go up there. <laughs> I was like, girl, because I think something in me didn't believe, believe it. Like a part of me was hesitant and resistant. And I'm pretty sure that it has a lot to do with the fact that my mom had just passed away and I just wasn't probably just in the mood. Okay. So I'm just going to be honest. I just wasn't in the mood, but something nudged me and said, go on up there. Okay. So, um, about a week after my mom passed, I twisted my knee. And when I tell you guys, I twisted my knee where my knee popped out of the socket and it was on the side of my leg and it popped back in and the paint, I can't forget the paint. Like it's in my head. I remember how it felt. I remember how it looked. It it won't go away. So when I came there that night, like a crazy person, I had on heels (laughs) trying to, trying to be, you know, cute. Right. So she said, come up for healing. And I'm going, you know, just go up here, Tasha, and see what happens. <laughs> go up here and see what happens. So I was up there, and she was literally maybe two people to my right. She was over here on my side. So it was her and then maybe two other people and then me. So I'm right here with her, right? And she's talking, and she's saying what she says, and then, you know, everything begins. I'm in my head resisting this whole thing the whole time. Um, but at some point I just closed my eyes and I relaxed. And when she, when we all let go and went back to our seats, I was laughing because I kicked my leg out to check to see if the pain was gone <laughs> and the pain was gone. It was gone. <laughs> it was gone. And I just turned around and looked and I just started laughing. I said, did this really just happen just now? The pain was completely gone. Yes. Um, it was completely gone. I couldn't believe it, you know? Wow. So now, and then it was just like on the, with the next morning when I woke up, it was just like a little, you know, just a little hint of it, but I had to touch it to make it so I could feel it. Like I had to feel find it. it. Like where mm-hmm. the, the pain is supposed to be right here. So I'm pushing down, trying to find the pain and it was gone. Wow. I couldn't believe it, but it was amazing. pretty amazing. And I'll never forget that. I won't exactly. ever forget that experience. I'll never forget wow. how that made me feel. Because wow. I was fighting her. I was fighting yeah. her. I was like, girl. You, you, you went up there in doubt. <laughs> I went it's up like... there and God said, girl, bye. <laughs> I got this. Because you need to see. And um, he got me together real quick. But Yeah, yeah. He mm-hmm. does that. He does that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, any other nuggets from from the weekend? Anything in general that was said that has uh, remained with you, resonated with you? I'm gonna tell you what I what I'm saying now. <laughs> okay. Um, competence breeds confidence. <gasps> yes, mm-hmm. I need my notes. That, that need my resonated notes. with me like you would not believe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I, I thought about it when she said that, and I said, you know, it's funny the small things that we don't think about that are so impactful and so powerful. And when she said mm-hmm. that, it resonated. I said, you know what? Because I, I struggle with, with the confidence side of things. Um, sometimes as far as hearing God, you know, I second guess what I'm hearing because he's starting to move in ways that I'm not used to and speak in ways that I'm not used to. And I'm like, okay, God, is that you? <laughs> like I'm, I'm going down the street the other day in my car and this guy is walking down the street and he had like dreads and they were up in a ponytail and they were bright green. And I said, wow, look at his dreads. And the spirit spoke to me and said, he's an artist and his art can change the world. And I was like, Ooh. Lord, is that you? And I, I wanted to go back to him and just, just ask him, are you an artist? Just, just to check mm-hmm, <laughs> to mm-hmm. see if I was hearing accurately. But the spirit said, no, you're hearing me. You are hearing me. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just blown away with what God is doing, but it's building my confidence in him, which I know is going to even make me more competent as well. So I'm, I'm excited about this journey that God has me on right now. One thing she did mention um, that I can't speak for everyone, but for me, she was absolutely correct. When she said we don't read enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and that contributes to why we don't have the confidence that we need to have because we're not doing enough research. We're not studying um, and we just, we don't read. Like, if you feel like, you know, if you feel like, uh, you know, you're a teacher, okay, but you're not doing any studying in that area, you know, you'll never build up the confidence to really be good at it or to just stand on it. Um, and that's that's where I fail. That's where I fall short a lot um, when it comes to ministry. Um, well, I'll, while I'll read the Bible or... Um, I'll go to church. Um, I'm big on worship. I will spend a lot of time in worship because that's where I like to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't read enough in the area of what what I feel like I'm I'm supposed to be doing. I don't study enough. I don't find myself around people so that I can learn from other people. I don't mm-hmm. do enough of that, and um, that's why I don't have a lot of the confidence that I need to just. When I hear the Holy Spirit say, Tasha, you need to get up and you need to say this or you need to go to that person and you need to tell them that, I'm always like, why, mm-hmm. why, why me? Like, <laughs> for example, Saturday, that Saturday when we were all together, I uh-huh. felt that in my spirit. But I'm going to tell you the truth. When I was getting ready to go do what the Holy Spirit had led me to do, Mm -hmm. I was like on the move. I looked around the room and no one else was on the move. And I was like, well, Vanessa's right there. (laughs) Like if she's not moving, maybe I'm not hearing right because why would he send me and not send Vanessa? And I do that (laughs) all the time. So I I turned around and I went back where I came from. And then when she had, when she um, was the other night when we were actually on the, the thing with her, 
the Zoom and mm-hmm. she said mm-hmm. and she said um like she said something to the effect of um your lack of confidence will have you reassigning your assignment to Simon will have you delegating your assignment to someone else to someone else and mm-hmm. when I didn't do it about 10 15 minutes passed I watched someone else get up and do what the Holy Spirit had already told me to do and really? when I tell you yeah when I tell you that thing bothered me I went home and told my husband. I was like, I, I can't. And then she said what she said about your assignment, you know, delegating your right. assignment to someone else. I said it happened right then, right before my very eyes. You know, so I have to I have to learn. I have to spend more time in it. I have to practice it because I do feel like when I hear it or I get that nudge, I get, mm-hmm. it happens a lot, but I don't act on it. I just sit on it. And I'm I'm failing tremendously in that area. And I don't want to continue. It's sort of like you said, the greater works. <laughs> like the mantle, you know, it feels like a responsibility and it feels like something. When I don't do it, there's like a level of guilt that sits on me for a while after that. And I used to brush it off, but now I can't brush it off anymore. Like it's just it just sits on me. And it's heavy. I think I I wanted to what I wrote down in my notes or as typing as she was talking, I was trying to as, as quickly as I could, but confidence is linked to competence. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people, I, I think, get upset with us or don't understand. And I think it's where we are. I think where all of us are right now, what you all are saying is, and what she was saying is, I have to now search out for uh, the wisdom, the knowledge and understanding mm-hmm. for what God has called me to. Yes. And that goes beyond the doing the same thing that we've always done. And, and I, I may be able to do certain things in the realm of the church well, because I've... Um, I wore the mantle. It was comfortable. I know it. Mm-hmm. But there are certain things that I know that God has called me to do now. There's, he gave me a new mantle. And I'm not really very confident in it. And I want to be competent. But in order to be competent, I have to leave what I know. Because I have to go search out. <laughs> And it's also a very, I want to say it's kind of lonely. It's kind of um, isolating. It's a little bit scary. Yes. It it's, it's all of those things because it's taking you out of your norm. It's, it's making people question you because like, it's like, okay, where, where are you going? What you doing? But you've, You've, you've always, you know, like when I currently tell people like, what church do you go to? Well, I really can't tell you that I, I, I don't go to one particular one right now because I'm seeking out my competence, you know, like, um, but I, you know, Shatara, when I asked you about moving in deliverance ministry, like I feel like not feel, I believe like that's an area that God has called me to but I'm not competent enough in it 
right? To move in it at all times in confidence. Mm -hmm. Tasha, there have been times when, you know, I've had to move in it, you know, and I, I, I move in it. I, I, I act in it, but I am not as competent and confident as I would like to be. So I, I have to go out and seek wisdom and understanding, you know, um, so that I can move confidently so that when I hear the Lord tell me that person needs to be, that person mm -hmm. has this particular spirit and needs deliverance that I can move. But right now, sometimes I am not confident and I, I don't yield to what I hear the spirit saying, Tasha. So yeah. Um, yeah. One thing that helped me with, with that mm -hmm. piece, um, mm -hmm. as far as deliverance, was studying, believe it or not, studying the enemy and his tactics, studying the different spirits, being able to recognize those spirits. Um, mm -hmm. For as long as I can remember, I've had a discerning eye um, before I was even saved and committed myself to, to the Lord. I had discerning of spirits and didn't even know it. I just thought it was some kind of intuition or, you know, just something that I had. Um, cause my dad is the same way. Mm -hmm. Um, but then as I, you know, got on this walk and kept going, I realized that it's more discerning of spirits. Um, so I see things, but then I also rely on the Holy spirit to tell me things as well, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I, some things I won't even see. And I'll just, you know, ask the Lord to show me, I'll start praying for somebody and immediately the Lord will just drop something in me and I'll speak it. And before I know it, that person knows that it's something that only God could have shared with, with me. Mm -hmm. um, and so that, that's mm -hmm. how God, if just rely on God and that spirit. And it, it's really not even about us. It's just about us being willing. Right. And yeah. also just being willing to study the enemy and his tactics and the spirits. That's one thing yeah. that helped me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. You got anything else? Me? No. <laughs> Tasha, you got one? No. Um, one final one, and uh, we can probably close out on this one, that she said, growth will challenge the weak areas of who you are. <sighs> that was good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, I wrote that one in my notes too. I don't have my notes with me, but I wrote that down. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that that one that one has been with me since she said it. Like I'm like she's and it was it's so simple, but it's so profound. Like any anytime you're at a place when you're 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 getting ready to grow, it's the weak areas that are that are most challenged. You know? Mm -hmm. Definitely. I am I am very I'm not gonna I'm gonna stop saying this. I'm gonna say it today, but we're gonna stop saying this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to stop saying this. It's the only way I'm gonna, I'm only I'm gonna get past it. But I am very easily overwhelmed. That's a very it's a bad thing um, because whenever there is an opportunity for me to grow, I will stop when it feels like a lot. I'll just be like, you know what? I'm good right here. And I'll just stay right there. 
Mm. And and it's every time it challenges me every single time that that pushing through it, mm-hmm. I don't. And I have to stop that. Like it, it literally has to stop now. I have to say, you know what, keep going. And I just have to do it. I just have to keep going. But I do it every time. It every time I have an opportunity to grow. And I just stay right where I'm comfortable. Yeah. And that's it's it's the comfort zone that that gets us. I think that gets us all, you know, mm-hmm. um, I oftentimes think like, Vanessa, why? Like, why didn't I ever leave Charleston? Like, what was my thing about never leaving Charleston? Was it just comfort? Like, you know, um, and I, I think that that that's it. It was just. You know, going the idea of packing up, going to a new city, looking for a job, all of that was all of that was security. All of that was, you know, all of that in, involved the unknown, you know, um, and comfort really um, comfort really can kill you. It really can. And it's it's right there, though, before you get to that other breakthrough point. It's right there when it's so much going on. It's so, you feel the press. And so it makes you want to say, you know what? I'm good, Lord. I I don't have to be that. (laughs) Because I've said that recently. I'm like, you know what, Lord? If this is what it's going to take to get to the next level, I'm going to stay right here. And the Lord's like, no, you're not. Because you're not even comfortable there. Which Mm. is the reality um, you right. may feel like you're comfortable, but you're really not because you're going to keep wanting to go to the next level. But the, the press is so hard yeah. right there, right before you break through. But if you just hold on, you'll get there. But it's, yeah. it's hard and it's rough. I'm not going to lie. It, it's hard, but it but it's producing something out of us. It's taking those weak areas that are in us and making us rely more on God and making us look to him to break through. Cause you literally need him to break through. You do. You do. Um, I was listening, um, today, um, to, uh, prophet Lovey and he was talking about, um, what it is that we are ultimately supposed to be doing, you know, like ultimately, we are supposed to be manifesting the kingdom of God. And our, our end point is that we're supposed to be producing fruit, you know, and our, our fruit is supposed to be how, how has our life impacted other people? That's, that's the mm-hmm. end game. That's mm-hmm. that's going to be the the basic measuring stick. That I'm not good with these um, earphones. I guess that's going to be the the basic the end the measuring stick that the Lord uses for us. You know, like that's going to be our fruit. And when we think about um, our weak areas and and how we how we have grown. If you look at where you started from to where you are, what was it that propelled you to, to even to this point, what got you to the point where you are right now? And and when you, 
kind of analyze that, it was probably because you had to do something for somebody else. It wasn't that all of your goals was based on just you, you know, like you did it for your children. You did it for your, you did it, but it wasn't just for you. So you are a success and you produce the fruit that you have right now because you, you had to, to benefit somebody else. And that's why you are what you are right now. And so even as we continue to, to move forward and to press forward, I think that the manifestation of who we will be, children of God, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is going to be because we keep, he, he keeps pressing and, and, and the oil keeps coming out of us because other people need us. You know, that is um, true. other people need us and it just, it keeps oozing out of us. So Tasha, even though the feeling might be overwhelming, I keep calling you and go, Tasha, I need some pictures. <laughs> you supposed to get back to me. You never, you said, I'm like, I'm going to message you I back when I get to <laughs> You, I keep, the last you know, I message we had on this. <laughs> You're supposed to get back to me. I, I keep, hear nothing else about. I keep pushing you to make to make that <laughs> photography business grow. You know, because I, I just I you know. So well, it's I will, because I will let you know that um, I'm currently taking. Um, I have signed up <laughs> for some classes uh-huh. um, on the business side because mm-hmm. the business side is where I'm. I'm not that good at. I can pick up my camera. I can take pictures, but it's the business of it all. That's a challenge for me. Sam finally convinced me to go ahead and sign up for these classes. So (laughs) I'm loving it. I'm excited. I'm having a great time. Um, so soon come. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, you know, it's, it's growth, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. and that was one of the other things that she talked about was growth. Like we, we just got to keep growing. So and Shatara, I know that you're going to keep growing and I'm looking forward to it. So I, don't I know have great things are ahead. Yeah. <laughs> no other choice. No other choice. Well, ladies, I thank you for joining me this evening. Um, thank uh, you for having the podcast. me. Thank you. Yes. yes, yes, yes. I'm looking forward to us doing this more often um, and uh, continuing to grow and to spread the word. So please continue to find opportunities for us to uh, get together and talk about the gospel and how we can utilize it and spread it.